You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's up, you guys? What's up, everybody? Welcome back. As you can see, we're in a different location. We thought we'd bring you guys back, you know, back to where to Bubble back. Bath Stories really started. Exactly. Um, I'm Nikki Trends. And I'm Manny Oso. And today we have a super dope guest that I think you all can relate to. Um, he is someone who is able to turn his passion into his career. So guests, please introduce yourself. That's you. Hi, my <laughs> name is Lewis, uh, also known, my, <laughs> also known <laughs> as Achilles or Achilles Music. Um, I'm basically a music producer, engineer, uh, do a little bit of everything. Um, also do uh, doing videos at the moment as well. Um, but I basically uh, produce music, record, mix, um, help write and stuff like that. A little bit of everything. That's so awesome. So let me tell you how this interview came about. I know Lewis from like way back when, when he was working nine to five job at a bank. And I remember he had this really cute, dope setup in his room to produce the engineer and all that. Oh, like his own mixing boards. And yeah. Stuff. <laughs> and it wasn't until I, yeah. like, a, like it was a while ago that I was on Twitter and I was just, you know, catching up with everything. And I saw that you decided to leave your job and then pursue music full time. And then within a couple of months of you doing that, you got this really dope uh, YouTube award for like over 100,000 subscribers. Tell us yeah. more about that. That is super exciting. <laughs> yeah, that was actually, um, that was kind of like my plan the, the whole time. I felt like um, I knew that the, the, the bank, that was, good, that was gonna be my last job. I'm like, I can't, you know, I'm not wow. gonna kind of like keep working for somebody else. I knew it like, that was kind of like my um initially like the bank was sort of like my my kind of like my my plan b type thing oh it was yeah. like you know if you work at a bank it's like it looks great on your resume and this and that right so i'm like you know what um after college i'm gonna try to get a, a job at a bank and you know if things don't go too well with the music then that's you know i could from there i could keep building my resume whatever you know keep going to jobs and jobs but then I was like, nah, you know what? This is this is gonna be the last job I'm going to. I'm not going to another bank. I'm not doing anything. This is gonna be the last one. So then um, I just started like, you know, I started a YouTube channel. I actually started a YouTube channel a long time ago. It was like 2009, but oh, I never wow. really paid attention to it. Um, I uploaded like three videos. Yeah, I uploaded like three videos. And at that time, what I do, which is basically upload beats and stuff, instrumentals, that wasn't that popular before. Right. And um, I put like three of them and one of them just like, they're really good. like. It got like over like probably over two hundred thousand views within like probably a year or two. What were they? Um, I'm not sure, but it basically it showed me that. Um, and at that time, I was. I'm sorry. I said, "What were they? What were you making videos of? They were just music videos." Sorry, I, I lost audio. Oh, can you hear us? No, they were. They were. Um. Yeah. Now, now it's good. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Um, it, it was basically like beats, instrumentals. Like I'll put like a reggaeton instrumental, I'll put like a hip hop instrumental and stuff like that. And people would just watch it, like they'll listen to it. And I guess, you know, I I sort of like found a little niche, which I, did, I wasn't even aware of until like later on, I took a look at my YouTube channel again. And I'm like, wow, like this could actually be something. And and from what I was hearing, like you, you could monetize your YouTube and get some money over it. So I saw it as a way as, um the way that I saw it as is that, I noticed that YouTube is the second um, biggest search engine that we have right now besides right. Google. So, you know, why wouldn't you want to get your content on that? And then I just started like going all in on the YouTube. I started posting like three, uh, two to three, four videos a week. And that basically started building and building uh, to the point where I was able to um, 
actually run a business, which is a beat leasing business. Um, people go, they buy licenses to use my beats. Like a lot of producers do that. Like some producers, they make like thousands of dollars off of that. Honestly, like me, I try to, I kind of like you, I, I use like several streams of income. So that was like one of the ones, that was one of the first right. ones that actually helped me, you know, get enough money to build a little studio on the side, which is a, like a, at a commercial spot in Ritual Queens. So I was Woo, able to get Ridley, that through the, the beat leasing Ridley. and the YouTube. And then I was able to, um, you know, to quit my job. You were saying about they were uh, about monetizing your your videos. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, through monetizing and um, not not so much through monetizing, but um, uh, through the beat leasing stuff. That's actually how I was able to to um to get enough revenue to you know build the studio and just start making money on the side besides you know working at the bank. And um, it's funny that you mentioned uh, YouTube being a major search engine now, because I mean, honestly, even now, I'll look at YouTube before I even look at Google for some questions. Yeah, you see? But it's only yeah, because man. everybody has a channel where they're talking about something. You know, you can exactly, use it man. just for regular it's, it's research. For everybody. So I for think. Everybody. So I think it's so dope that you already were in college and like. I'm, I know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But um, we asked them, some of our listeners what they would ask people who have, you know, left their nine to five jobs to pursue their passion. And one of the questions that came out was, what was your financial strategy to cover you until you fully transitioned 100% into music? Um, it was basically that. It was the, the beat leasing. But, well, if, if you want to put it like more and more broad, it's basically um, different streams of income. Um, for example, like what... But, it was all centered around music if you think about it because um through youtube i was putting instrumental so people could either lease a beat so they could buy a service from me um they could if they're nearby like you know what i i would you got to be a little bit smart so you got to use like for example some let's say if you go to my beat store and you say wow this beat sounds uh dope let me lease it so you buy a license maybe like 25 or right. 40 dollars whatever right but then I go, like, I receive an email from PayPal that I receive your payment, right? And then I go mm -hmm. on my PayPal, and then I check, and I see you live in the Bronx. So I say, oh, okay, you live in the Bronx. Well, here's a coupon for next time you want to buy another beat. Besides that, I do recording, mixing, and this over here in, the, in, in Queens. So then that's basically another, it's basically a funnel. It's a way for you to build your, you know, to deep, they used to call it deep in the customer's wallet share, whatever. <laughs> they used to work in banking. But, like, a lot of the stuff, they do work. You just, you know. You, just, you can't be like too pushy about it and stuff. You just gotta make it, you know, because a lot of these, a lot of these people, they they looking for, for, you know, if you're an artist, you're looking for some somewhere to record, somewhere to make you sound better. So that, right. that's where I come, you know, those all the services come into play. That's awesome. I mean, yes, because even if you're not trying to transition your passion into your career, you still need at least, if you live in New York City, at least two yeah. different yeah. streams of income coming yeah, in. Yeah, trust me, you do. Live out here. So you definitely on the ball with that. Uh, one of the other questions we had was, um, I think for us, for Spanish people, right? When we go outside yeah. of what the norm career is, for, outside of what our family thinks, it's yeah. it's like, it's the world is fucking ending. So when you, you know, you went to college, you have a great job at the bank. I'm, I'm sure your parents loved when you were working at the bank. Yeah, so what happened <laughs> yeah. when you were like, all right guys, this is it, I'm like, um, I'm, you know, Achilles of fucking music producer <laughs> and that's it. What, I mean, like, what was the conversation there with them? Um. I don't know. They they were honestly they were, they were pretty supportive because they they just um I guess my parents they know like you know 
they I, I, they kind of saw it like they knew that um they understood from seeing my other brothers and, and my older sister like kind of like just go through jobs and jobs and jobs wow. and it's just like the same kind of like race yeah. you know it's like the they call it the rat race or something like that yeah, yeah but it's the same <laughs> thing it's just like you know over and over again and it's like you never really like it's just you know they they kind of like knew that you know there might be another way and they kind of like just let it they let me go with it and stuff they'll ask me questions oh you know how how's this going how's the studio going just to make sure i was okay and i was you know i was being honest with them like you know i'm i'm doing this or you know it's a little bit slower yeah. it's a little bit better or eventually i'm gonna quit because the, the other thing is that i was also full-time at the bank and then um they opened another branch in 207th street that's actually where i went to that new branch and that was mm -hmm. the last branch that i worked for but that position, I took it as a part-time. So I went from full-time to 30 hours. And oh. ideally, I wanted a full-time position. But I thought right. about it, I'm like, you know what? Let me take the 30 because that gives me a little bit more time to focus on my business. And that's actually what I did. And I stayed like that. And even later on, they offered me other positions and full-time and supervisor. I'm like, nah, <laughs> stay right here. <laughs> they went, stay in the safety net. Stay in the safety yeah, net. Yeah, exactly. So then I so, guess my parents, they, they knew. They had a feeling like, yeah, this is what he's going to go after. And, you know, he's going to make it work, I guess. So they, they, so oh. how scary was it, though, like that that time period of switching from doing that job to let's stop it, that and do my dream instead? Yeah, it, it was pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> But I mean, the, the, at the end of the day, you know, like like I said, like I had I had a decent resume because I worked uh, at the bank for a few years. Like you know, um, I didn't like that job, but at the end of the day, I was a really good worker. Like I did, I did my my job to like you know, I was I, I'm not gonna lie, I was one of the best ones there because I just, <laughs> customers love me and stuff. I was just like, it's it's just, it's the way that I treat the people. So it's just like right. you know, if you have that connection with people, you'll be fine. Like, you'll be fine anywhere because if you think about it, everything's about trans transitions with people and stuff like that and just talking to people yeah so do you so you really have your sister and your brothers to thank for your parents taking this so well <laughs> <laughs> remember that at christmas um yeah. you know what's great though is that now you're your own boss but with that comes so much weight i mean what what was like all the feelings that you were feeling when you're like oh shit like it all falls on me yeah because now you're working yeah. more than 40 hours yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. That was that's actually something that I was um, I was thinking about the other day. I'm like, wow, like um, it's kind of like a, it's a, it's definitely a blessing, but it, it could be seen as a curse because it's like sometimes you don't know when to stop working. Like for example, yesterday, I was working at a studio at Midtown, and I went in like around I think it was like four in the afternoon, and I left like at two in the morning. And then I got home and I still worked on some other music, like you know, for other people right. that I was working for. And it's just like you really don't know when your day ends and stuff and it's like but at the same time um that's where the blessing is because it's like you have to be on top of yourself like i do um this might i don't know if you guys how how you know if you guys read up on on this and stuff but i do affirmations every day like morning affirmations right i do um, no, yeah. I goals yeah. and stuff like that just to stay on top of things you know on, my, on myself like on the schedule and stuff because if it's not like it's it's really easy for you to just well, I don't want to do nothing today. Let me just stay on the couch. Let me watch TV. Let me just be lazy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're talking about right. <laughs> No, um, no, you're absolutely we right. All have, like, we all have those days, though. I mean, but with COVID happening, I know that really, like, switched. Like, I'm in the, in mm -hmm. the TV industry, so I know, like, how that affected me. But with music, it just can be done. It, there's really no excuse. If you're an artist, there's no yeah. excuse. Have you, has your workflow increased? Has it decreased? Like what has COVID, mm. has, how has it affected your business? 
it was it was interesting because at first um well we sped up when things started like shutting down because yeah. um, I was the, <laughs> yeah it's weird because I was the only one that was actually able to kind of like do a lot of the set like some of the studios started closing and some of the people couldn't get to the city to like some of the other recording engineers so it's like a lot of sessions they ended up on, on my lap so I took care of that but then wow. later on it started slowing down once things actually shut down like you know I had to shut down the studio yeah but um it wasn't that crazy because I, I saw it as a time I'm you know I said like okay I'm kind of used to it by now I had the studio for like I think it's about to be three years so I know sometimes it dies down you just got to find other things to do so it might be like either focus a little bit more on YouTube um I didn't actually but I, I, I actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah I actually focused I sharp I sharpened my skills so I actually was taking like a lot of tutorials just reading up on stuff like wow. to get better at what I do and stuff and I feel like now that's actually paying off because I'm doing some of the jobs a lot faster and um that's awesome. but, but it was I think it was fine I, I it wasn't so bad for me honestly that's awesome okay so in five years i'm gonna give you the corny question in five years where are we seeing you grammys billboard where are we seeing you in five years um i don't know well definitely i think i i think i'll be a father by then that would be kind of interesting yeah in five years at least i hope but um well before all that responsibility <laughs> let's think fun in five years where are you gonna yeah. be in five years no i think um I think I, I, I did. I want to continue with the studio. I might. Uh, I want to, you know, grow my studio to a to a bigger one. Maybe open two more studios, like in, in one, you know, one new location, That's or maybe awesome. in the same location. But it's basically to expand, so I can, you know, have people working at the studios, like you know, getting some hours there. But I've always wanted to um, actually produce my own music and stuff like that, which I'm actually uh, working on that right now. So I just see myself maybe having that, but a lot bigger and just being able to help a little uh, more artists around the world. Cause a lot of this stuff, like, you know, like you said, you could do it from, usually you could do it for anywhere. So I got kids like in South America, I send them something, they'll write something, record it, send it over. So that that's kind of like the, the, the stuff that I'm trying to do now. How cool, exciting. Really cool. Also yeah, cross the bridge with Queens, doing big things. Yeah, right. Podcasts, studios, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> with that being said, you're you're working on stuff. COVID hasn't slowed you down. Tell us about side projects. What should we be looking out for in the future? Um, when the near future, I'm actually working on a, on a project with um, a few artists. I don't know if you guys are, uh, you you know you guys know what, what are rhythms like instrumental rhythms. They call them yes. rhythms, rhythms, but it's basically in like Jamaicans. I think Jamaicans started this where, where they will do like a rhythm. A rhythm will be like a, is a beat basically. It's yeah. an instrumental. So they'll call it like Diwali rhythm or different type of names and like different artists get on it and they do their own version of it. And then they'll put everything out as a project. Like for example, Sean Paul, Beanie Man and stuff like a lot of those were like people that were doing that in the late nineties, right. early two thousand. So I basically, I thought, you know, I do a lot of beats. I have a lot of um, instrumentals of it, and I know how to fix the music and finish it up. Um, but I think it would be a good idea if I kind of like put a little project where I send people like, hey, listen, listen to this. If you like it, do your own version and then send it to me. We finish it up and we put it up as, as a song. So that's, that's basically dope. what I'm working on right now. And I already got, dope. yeah, one of them is already recorded, which is with one of the artists. Uh, his name is Javin. Mm -hmm. um, he uh he's actually Jamaican himself too. He actually plays some saxophone and it sounds dope. Like oh wow. Uh -huh. But that's that's what I'm looking to do. So I'm gonna put out a few of those, maybe like 
two of those in Spanish and maybe two or three of those in English and package it in a project. But I might put it out as singles first and then package yeah. it as a like a full project. I mean, there's no good. better way to do that than summertime. Yeah, right. I feel like yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I'm putting Especially this. We're all stuck in. I'm putting this out there. I feel like one of your drinks is gonna become a summer anthem. The, yeah, this yeah, is me giving you all. Yeah, they put it out. You gotta put it out there. You know that. Yeah, so let the people cool. know where they can find you, all your projects, just to get to know you, all your projects, all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. It's basically a Kili's music, which is A K I L I S music. Um, anywhere it could be Twitter, IG. Um, I have a second IG, which is a Kili's music group. I was kind of posting most more of the studio stuff there, but I haven't right. been there in a while. I gotta go back and um, get back on that actually. Um, the YouTube is the same, Achilles music. Uh, that's pretty much it. And I also have a website, which is AchillesMusic.com. You could contact me there if you want to reach me, or you could check out my B store, which is right on the one of the tabs under that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Congratulations on yeah, all your success. You. I'm so happy we were able to do this. If you guys want to know what's going on with us, you can find me on IG at Nikki Trends. And you can find me at Got No Time for This. And you can become a part of the Rubby Ducky Gang by following us on IG <laughs> at Bubble Bath Stories as well as on Facebook. Akins, thank you so much again. And we look forward to this summer anthem look this is yeah summer thank, anthem. thank you guys for having me and i wish you guys the best with, with, with the podcast no problem enjoy thank the rest of your day and we can't wait for your projects okay bye bye right, Take bye care. <laughs>